Oh, man, that's what she said. Jokes will never get old. All the time. But to answer your question about the bachelor and bachelorette parties, I feel like I'm the wrong person to ask that question to because here's my thought on this. is like, you do you, right? Like, we are not married yet. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Lifestyle, the lifestyle, I'm trying to kick it with you right now, right now. It's the lifestyle, the lifestyle, I'm trying to ball up with you right now, right now. I'm chilling with What's going on, Travel Shemay Men? Just GQ, and you are tuned in to another episode of The Travel Guys, a podcast dedicated to making travel easy for everyday people like you and me. I just smashed a bug on my computer, and that is really gross, but we will press on. Also, my aim was impeccable because I flicked it, I thumped it, and it splattered death to all flies. So, we have a special guest mm. in the studio. Also, my dining area, <laughs> the lovely Jenna from the Menage a Pod podcast. How are you doing, Jenna? I'm so good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm a little sunburned. You are. You are very like, red. Like, how red is my face right now? It's getting redder by the minute. It also is very hot. It, it feels like a nice red. It is. <laughs> like, at one point, I feel like if we were on my podcast, I would have been like, I think it's just because of you. Yes. Right? Here like, we go. It's right? like, it's like, we, it's like, like we're we just starting saw each all other. over right. again. I know. But it's not. So you can check your ego at the door. It's not it's about a, you this time. Yeah. It's because my, it just, so guys, I'm not from here. I'm from Chicago and my parents live here. So I'm visiting and, um, I have this thing where I apparently don't understand what sunblock is yeah. or how to use it. Um, so the front of me, also, I don't know how to turn over. So the front of me is super red. And then the back of me is like, so white. <laughs> well, like as a Caucasian woman, you have been tanning for Many yeah, years, yeah, right? yeah. You think I would understand it? It's not like it's rocket science, <laughs> right? But you know, I have this. My parents are Italian, so I have this feeling that like I just tan. I don't burn. I'm okay. Italian. I just right. t- that's a lot. Clearly, by my red face, that's yeah, a lie. Right. It's really upsetting. That's anyway, true. if I had aloe, I would offer it to you. Aloe, yeah. aloe, 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 aloe. Yeah, aloe. I know. Thank you. I appreciate it. I will say, I was uh, very surprised. This isn't something that is very common knowledge, but like, it is not well. People with melanin do sunburn, contrary mm-hmm. to popular belief. I didn't know that. Yes, it's very. I know you did because <laughs> you have racial sensitivity, mm. cultural cultural <laughs> uh, diversity. Um, I did not know that you could just crack open an aloe plant and it was like yeah coming out of the bottle. Yeah, I was like flabbergasted by that because I definitely sunburned in Curacao and I was like, gosh, I need something for this, and it was like, here you go. Yeah, I'm going to give you a pro tip. Okay, yeah, please. Your listeners probably already know because they're like well-seasoned travelers. That's fair. But I went to some bullshit... Can I swear? Yeah, go okay. ahead. Just live your I, life. Okay. <laughs> the Nodjik Pod podcast Sorry. is a filth box. It so is it's filthy, <laughs> you guys. I'm sorry. So my mom won't listen to what I was saying earlier because she thinks I swear too much. So She's I'm going to try to keep woman. it. She's a lovely woman. She's a peach, that woman. Um, I'm going to try to keep it to a minimum. Anyway, um, I went to this bougie spa once um, in Cabo because I got sun poisoning. Okay, so right, apparently this is a theme for yeah, me. It happens, yeah, it happens. I know. Um, and it was so bad my eyes swelled. It was really... That's a it thing? It was very sexy. <laughs> yeah. I looked like I had been hit in the face. Because you hadn't 
Because, like, sunglasses? Like, you are No, I just, like, it was sun poisoning. So my skin was so angry that it just, like, my eyes puffed up and yeah, it was terrible. So I went into the spa and the woman gave me, they had um, aloe plants, but they were frozen. Oh. So she had, mm-hmm. I can only imagine how good it that felt, felt. It was like heaven. Skin. <laughs> it was so amazing because not only did it do what the aloe does, obviously right. skin, but then it was so nice and cold right and my face right now is like on fire golly i know do you want a cold rag no do you want an ice uh, i'll be fine an ice pack are you sure i'll be fine yeah okay Just as long as i don't like don't burst into flames that if is, i do that is good yeah yeah no if you do if i do no one will know because they can't see me that is very true right, that is very fine. true now i'm having youtube regrets yeah you um <laughs> Off to a, a great start, <laughs> a very, very sharp start. <laughs> so this is what happens when you give me wine. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I mentioned, and some for those of you diehard travel guys, listeners, you all will recall earlier this year I was on the Menage Pod podcast, sat down with TJ and Jenna, and just talked through a lot. I think we figured out that it was around like February yeah. timing. It was because uh, Valentine's Day was a uh, was a topic of conversation. Yeah. Um, and had a great time. Had a, so had a great time. Had been had a, a great time. Have been a listener, a listener ever since. But I have not seen you since then. It I has know. been a long time. It really sucks to be you. I know. It's it hard. does. It I does. know. It's hard. I get it. it I know. So but it was I checked meant my to ego be. at the door. So, yeah. <laughs> so it was meant to be that I'm here visiting my parents. Although I feel like the last time I came here, I tried to see you, but you weren't in town. Wow, uh, that's false. Which is always that, the that's thing. That's false. That's false. There's only been it's not false. coming to Chicago and being chastised. <laughs> there was also that. I mean, there was also that. That is very yeah. consistent. It's really hurtful. It is. I'm sorry. I mean, we've only met once, and we became the best of friends. We did. I'm pretty sure we, we claimed it on the show that you were going to become my best friend. We did. And we did. And then you let me down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Way to go. Way to I, fuck that one up. I've heard I have a tendency <laughs> to do that. Um, <laughs> um, so for those of you who have not uh, listened to the Menage Pod podcast, I think that that is that always trips me up. Yeah, as well. it's hard. It's yeah, powerful. it's like because I <laughs> sorry. Segway. It is about sex, dating, and relationships. So yeah. hence the. Uh, you know, mouthful comment there so there but it is uh you guys get into a lot of interesting topics topics that are a bit taboo things that people necessarily don't feel comfortable talking about we talked about age demographics earlier for the shows and while the travel guys spans 25 to 40 you guys begin about like 18 which is a pivotal age when people are like exploring or Understanding, we'll say, like sure. their sexual self. Yeah. So, but you, you all are an educational tool. I know, and I find that you know? so scary. When you said that, it kind of freaked me out a little bit because <clears throat> I should not be the voice in your head <laughs> when you're like going out and having sex. Right. That should not be me. Well, I mean, yeah. I, mean I, I guess maybe in some cases so I would be yeah. a little flattered, but like, I don't know. It feels like what qualifies me to give this information? A lot of therapy. I've been in a lot of therapy and I'm divorced, so I kind of feel like. It gives me a pedestal, at least. A little bit. So, what was <laughs> the, walk me through the the journey of the podcast? Like, what was yeah. the inspiration? How'd y'all get into it? So, um, uh, TJ. So, TJ is my co-host. Um, Who is hilarious? Know. Shout yeah. out to TJ. Yeah. Um, so, TJ and I um, had met actually on Bumble. Uh, and, we, <laughs> and we had gone on, on, you know, not a lot. 
lot. We didn't really like date. We just kind of went out. We talked for a long time. Right. That's like his jam, or he loves. Screen. And I'm not even calling him out right now because he said like it on a podcast. Yeah, he loves to like talk to a bunch of people, but then only take like a couple of them out and yeah. like whatever. He weeds them down. He has a system apparently. Um, so we've gone out He's maybe a genius, twice. Man. He's a genius. <laughs> he is. Uh, we've gone out maybe like twice, and but we had talked a lot, and um, when we realized like. There was, like, this moment where we were, like, this is not going to be something romantic for us. But for some reason, there was this weird, like, pull to be in each other's lives somehow. And we were, like, we'll just be friends, right? Right. Like, we'll just be, we're good in that capacity. I'm really good in a friend capacity. Um, And so it's a safe space for me. Um, So at the time, um, my friend Tabitha, who... Hi, Tab. Hey, shout out to Tab. Um, she's the We've best. actually got a mutual friend. I'll talk to you offline. Yeah, but oh. I, I when <clears throat> there was he's one of my guys. He was trying to throw a lob with the with the travel guides and said oh. something like he's like, you know, you know Tabitha? And I was like Everyone knows Tabitha. I was like, Tab? I was like, she's Do we like know? The Kevin Bacon. Of this the, is a reach. What right? what is the draw? Oh, the six the degrees. Sun, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> she's amazing and knows everyone, and she's also like a little mini influencer. She's a mom blogger right. and whatever. So, uh, and she works for um, the local station. TV station that is not. Jam. It's not local. It's on. It's, oh, is it? It is like syndicated. Oh shit! I didn't yeah, know that. I grew up. I did not move to Chicago until I was twenty. Five. Oh, I totally didn't know that. And it is like, yeah. Okay, so she works with WGN, and so she has um, a lot of connections, and um, she's a very good friend of mine, and we were talking one day and she, after my divorce. So when I worked with her, um, I was obviously married for that year that I worked with her, and then um, the last year that I worked with her was the downfall of my marriage, which was terrible and hard and all those things, right? And... She was trying to, like, cathartically (laughs) think of ways for me to get through it. And she was like, listen, I think... So she ended up leaving where we were working together and with WGen. She's like, we've been pitching podcasts left and right. And I used to have a column for the Huffington Post that was, like, single girl in the city. I was like, You were Carrie Bradshaw, basically. I mean, that's what people always say, but (laughs) I certainly didn't feel like her. And I didn't have the shoe collection... Because that is impossible, by the way. That yeah. choice made me so mad. I'd be like, you cannot afford those shoes at 25 it's on your writer salary. Wildly superfluous, and yes. she could barely pay her rent. That's it. Also true. And no one, and this is your queen. Nobody. That no wait. one, no one no wants one, to acknowledge. No, it's true. You make a good point. Anyway, so yeah, so I had this column in the Huffington Post, and it was about bad dates, and and. And then she was like, listen, I think you need to talk. But I was like 24. So she's right. like, I think you need to talk about what life is like now in your 30s um, after a divorce, like what life looks like. And I also said to her, like, I think the reason the Huffington Post column was so good for me was because if a date went poorly, right. I'd be like, that's cool. I've got content. Right. So who cares? And when, after my divorce, there were a lot of dates that went badly because I shouldn't have been dating. I wasn't ready. And also, apparently the dating pool in Chicago is very small. Is it? I don't know. I can't, like, it's so hard to find, like, everyone I talk to, everyone I know is is on Bumble. We all kind of started around the same time. And the only person I know who went into a successful relationship is TJ. Hmm. Yeah. Out of all of my friends who were single and dating. It's just, it's crazy. Uh, But anyway, so the idea came about because I had said, like, 
I need an outlet for this too. Like I'm starting to feel really like bad about myself. Why am I meeting all these people and it's not working out? And then right. I didn't have an outlet for it. So I thought back to the column and I was like, well, maybe if I do the podcast that Tabitha suggested, right. like I'll have an outlet and then it won't feel so serious and heavy. Okay. And that's sort of how it came about. Um, we were going to pitch it to WGN, but as we established, I have a potty mouth and I also think... <laughs> That it would have had to be a little bit more conservative than it already That's is, fair. and so you would lose the authenticity. Yeah, I kind of would, and I would feel a little. Because um, y'all are raw. Edited, yeah, we, we talked are. about the dominatrix episode yeah. and all that oh, stuff. Oh yeah, and we got into it. So um, I think it just would have felt like I would have been creatively stifled a little bit. Right. So uh, we decided to just do it on our own, and I was looking, and that was back to TJ when we were hanging out, right. and I was telling him this idea, and he was like. We should do it together. Right. And I was like, oh, hell no, because I don't know if you're going to be in my life forever. And I don't know how this is going to go down. Right. I could hate you tomorrow. That's very true. Uh, and then, I don't know. He just grew on me. You know, he does That's that. That's what he does. Yeah, he does, he does So he grew on me, and um, and we came up with the name, and now he does everything. That's good stuff. <laughs> well, I had a, a great time on there. It's an excellent podcast. I think the majority of the people that did not listen to the actual episode mm-hmm. followed you all and love and repost the memes. Oh, really? Love the memes. Really? Love them. Oh, They're, I'm so glad. And I know that it's just like very strong social, mm-hmm. uh, socially relevant dating content. Mm-hmm. And I know people love it. So, Good. I'm yeah. so glad. I love hearing that. Yeah, it is, it is awesome. Um, so in the spirit of the sex, dating, and relationships topics that Minaj Pod focuses on, we are going to explore the crossover and the intersectionality of that and travel and understand. And that can come through in a myriad of ways. I know that a lot of us have been on bay trips together, or not together, but like with with uh, significant others, have hooked up on, on, have had a little vacay bays, like on, right, all that, all that action, but there are more ways, and I think that sharing those, those experiences can be a little bit, um, interesting and intriguing, so Mm -hmm. I know when I was on your all's, I, I came raw, uh, came clean of a bad experience that I had had, where I was in a, a long-term relationship, uh, we broke up and then I was kind of exploring this new single life. And so being on, I do want to address the whole Bumble situation because I had I always had an irrational, not fear, but aversion to the apps because I was just like, I don't want to do that. I remember hearing about Tinder and it sounded like it was like the wildest stuff ever. Like it was like Well Tinder I think is a whole different beast. But it was in its it was in its earlier stages. Oh, like okay. it was when I was it it was legit. I'm very in a relationship. I'm riding up to Toronto for New Year's Eve. I'm with some of my boys. They're like, hey, man, like, are you on Tinder? I'm like, what is Tinder? Is And they're like, oh, you can just, like, swipe, and then, like, women appear. And I was like, this sounds awesome. So, like, sure they're, does. they're showing me, and they're just, like, swiping, swiping, swiping. And then we get to the city, and they've got, like, ten chicks lined up where yeah. they're, like, just going. Every place we go, they've got... Like we're meeting, they're meeting people, yeah. And I'm just like, this is insane. Like I'm like, how how is this? How is this a thing? 
I'm f- totally freaked out by it though. So I'm like, I'm just gonna steer clear of this. This feels kind of sketchy. Feels like nothing that I need to be doing. Yeah. Um, and so when I got, but I missed the whole the whole era. So I was very curious. So when I got on Bumble, I was like, I have a a thing about wanting to know that uh, that women actually want me, and I'm not bothering them. Oh. Yeah, so Bumble was like... Well, that's good for you, then. Yeah, but yeah. well, it's mostly, it's mostly out of uh, fear and scorn because <laughs> I <laughs> because I uh, come, come from a family of women and I have, I have a, a lot of girlfriends who have put me on game and I've watched them play dudes out where... Uh, and if you are listening to this and you think I'm talking about you, I am. Uh, <laughs> but they, they are, they're like, why is he texting me? And it's like, because you gave him your number and you haven't told him to stop texting you. So I have vowed to never be that guy. Yeah. Uh, so if if you if the onus is on you to message me first, awesome. Like I'm I'm a okay with that. But when I realize that I'm very much an in-person guy, but when I realize that if I go out and I'm talking to somebody who's on the apps, it's the same thing. So that's yes. where I was just kind of like, I'm good. Like I'll figure it out. I've actually so it's funny that you say that because um I I was talking about this with someone the other day. The, the thing that drives me bananas is that um you'll be i'll be in a bar people just don't talk to people in person anymore it's not a thing and i think well first of all it's so sad right like you lose that human connection but it is our life and i'm actually in advertising with social media so i feel like such an ass like saying this because it's my job to have you guys on social media but at the same time people are so hooked on their phones that they don't necessarily have human interactions or know how to have these human interactions Mm -hmm. anymore like they used to. Uh, And so I'll be in bars and there'll be a million people standing around and I look at the guy next to me and he's on like Tinder or Bumble. He's on the apps in in the... the, Yes, in the bar. And I'm thinking, dude, there are so many people standing around you. I mean, there's one person. There has to be one person in here you find attractive, right? right? It's a whole bar. Uh, You should just probably look up from your phone. Right. So I don't know. I just think people, I don't, it's just the way people date now. And that was hard for me. That That's was hard crazy. for me because before I got married, I was like early, I was like 20, well, no, I was late 20s probably at the right. time. But even still, there weren't like Match.com was a thing, but there were no People apps. are getting married off of Match.com. I know, but no one's, I mean, well, people are getting married off Bumble. That was a strong Monica impression. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I don't know. For for me, it was it was weird and uncomfortable because to have all these people at my fingertips I wasn't used to that and um really yeah well (laughs) now it's a very different story but I was together with someone for like eight or nine years so I don't know having having the apps kind of it was probably the worst thing that I could have done because then I went crazy that's true because I didn't I didn't know I didn't know anything else besides him for so long and then it was like there were all these people on my phone that I could just hang out with if I wanted to yeah that was bad for me (laughs) (laughs) so the thing that the thing that messed me up was when I realized that these and it shouldn't have been a surprise right but like the same way that Uber and Lyft has like moved countries and they haven't I didn't sure. know that the apps existed in other countries until I uh, traveled with some of my some of my guys who are I refer to them as app all stars mm. and they are <laughs> I mean all of them like the tenders the hinges the bumbles really? the all the stuff just swipe 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 like they're just huh. like keep it I see it on barstool sometimes where they I see two things on on barstool one public ridicule by women of men 
and then I see the guys like blindly just swiping. That's TJ. Whichever way we've you talked go. about that <laughs> because it's a rule. Well, I mean, I agree with that though, only because as someone who's in sales, I think you know. It's a numbers game. Right. Sales is a numbers game. So is dating, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, if you're dating online, it's a numbers game. Right. If you're meeting people in person, the hope is that you can find a connection with someone, right? But if you don't know anything about them besides the way they look, and I don't know if they have a dog, right? Like, that's how right. do you how do you know? Very important. Um, <laughs> I mean, I swipe them on everyone who has a dog, <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, but no cats. I'm not a cat person. Oh, yikes. Yeah, I know. Drew a line in the sand there. I can't do Man. it. I, I'm allergic. Anyway... So really, it's kind of like just a numbers game. So for, for, and TJ does this, and he said it on air, where like he just would sit there and like he and his friend Bo would just, for a minute, they'd set a timer. Right. They'd swipe, 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 swipe. It was a timed exercise. Yes. And wow. then they would say, you know, the minute or two was up, and then they'd see who matched with them. And then from those people who matched with them, then they would weed through those people. Because that's the first hurdle, right? You have to get someone to actually like you back right. in order to talk to them. So that was kind of how they did it. Was they swiped on everyone? That is crazy. Yeah, I mean it makes sense though when you think about it. I, I mean it makes it feel like very um, uh, not human and doesn't have like a lot of feeling or emotion yeah. in it. But it is pretty strategic when you think about it's it. It's very so strategic. So it depends on what you're looking at. It's very strategic. Oh. So I don't know. That was the. It was just. It was the the whole app situation. It was like, granted, I didn't find a relationship on the apps, but you know it was cool. It was, it was good, good for a night. It was a good. Don't do that. Sorry. Do not do that. I know. Um, but where I was going with that, after I, I, I was looking at the apps, and then I was also looking at kind of old flames where we had just never had the opportunity, and one of those manifested itself in a meetup in Miami, which is what I talked about. On such a good story. The Menager Pot. Don't hype it. Don't hype it. Sorry. Up. Sorry. <laughs> it may it may under you gotta aim low to okay, avoid fair. disappointment. It was a terrible story. It was awful. It was Honestly. Awful. In short, I had known this, so I will share with the listeners for those of yeah. you who did not listen. But um in short, I had had a friend. It had never been there had never been any sex, but there had been sexual tension. Sure. And even beyond that, more of a desire to explore like what it could be because we, you know, equally yoked individuals and 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 you know there were. I'm there sorry. Were what did you just say? Equally yoked. Okay. Equally, you don't hear I, that every day. Right? No, I don't. Go on. <laughs> and so, in short, um, we were trying to figure out where to meet. She's a, an executive and was like moving around and doing her thing, um, and we were trying to figure out where to meet. It was like. Paris was a no, it was this, we're going to do all this. And it was like, we settled on Miami. It's like, cool. So we show up to Miami. It is weird from the gate. Mm. As, soon as, as soon as I see her, it is weird AF. She's acting real awkward. Wait, can I ask a question? Yeah, please. Um, also, I've had wine, so you may have said this, but did you really know her well before this? I knew her. Uh, yeah, we had known each other. We met when... Like physically face to face. We met physically okay. face to face. We pulled up. We met uh, in a in a formal party. Um, okay. Where I was like, she's a little. She was a little older than I was, and I was like, like Loki too young to be like where I was. Oh. And it was like, but I have a, I'm a, I have a distinguished yes. look. Yeah. So you're it's very like, mature. <laughs> you're, you give so, off like a mature vibe so for sure. It worked out. Although like those Spider-Man sheets upstairs, that was kind of awkward. Hey, it's all good. I'm just saying. You got it. They were SpongeBob. Don't okay, don't play. Whatever. Don't play out Sorry. SpongeBob. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, so we we we're out, we're hanging out. Uh, we the the night is awkward. We go to sleep. Uh, she's suggesting that I go out with other people, like when I'm there, and I'm like, it's so weird. I just came down here for, only to for see, her. You. yeah, only yeah. to see. You were tired, and it's whatever. But because I think she had just come back from a business trip, so I was like, okay, you tired? Like it's all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, wake up in the morning. Still Wait, you awkward. Didn't go out. We did not go out. You I didn't, didn't end up going we out. We slept either. back to back. That, Oof, night. that yeah. should have been your yeah slept back to back but I typically will do that anyways like I don't I'm not a I'm not a face to I'm not really a cuddler like it has to be like the right I don't really like you to like cuddle I might oh. throw a heavy arm mm-hmm. but like it, a foot I you gotta find a keep foot your, keep your keep your feet what? off what yeah, keep, <laughs> no keep your feet off me like, I don't, you sound like a terrible person I'm just, I'm just, if I'm just, being honest I just don't, that sounds awful. I just don't need that. I don't need a foot. I don't need your crusty feet All on right. me. I don't need that. So <laughs> we, we do a back-to-back. We wake up in the morning. We go get. We go down to the beach. Mm-hmm. We go down to the beach. It's, like, a little better. I'm trying to, like, I'm big on comfort, building comfort levels. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to, like, make it more comfortable, trying to, like, ease into it. It's, like, moderately working, yeah. um, which I was, like, dang, like, this is crazy. We have a... a semi-nice time on the beach and then we go out to brunch and brunch is awkward af as well are you drinking at all through this because i feel like that could have made things we, a little we drank a little bit during brunch but it was just it was just awkward like and she had never been awkward around me but this was the most time that we had consecutive hours that we had spent together oh, okay. so i think that was the other piece and it okay. to be fair it was like 48 hours so it wasn't like a terribly amount a long amount of time but we sure. had just been together and like six 12 hour increments where like i'm pulling up we meet we meet randomly we see each other we go out we hang we go, we split we go you know it was yeah. just like that so excuse me we go back to the to the room i'm a little tired we take a nap i wake up she's gone the fuck <laughs> and i'm like where did she go go out she was just like she was gone i remember i texted her no she no 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 she left I text her. I was like, yo, where are you? She told me she was somewhere. I walked downstairs. She was, like, talking to two dudes at the bar. What? Yeah, and when we were walking down the street earlier, she had seen some guy who she knew. Oh. So I was like, okay. And one, and I was like, I'm presuming that these are, like, her friends or whatever. She's sure. just opting to not kick it with me. Like, she, she, And so I'm just like, all right, cool. So I see her lie to me. Uh, I'm not a... I'm not a quote shoot the club up is a has a different connotation in this context but i'm not i'm not a i'm not gonna raise hell because i see somebody lying to me i'm more of a all right cool i'm just gonna go do my own thing sure but did you at least call her out on it i did not until later until later yeah because it wasn't gonna be constructive there so i just went back upstairs i had posted on ig uh that i was in miami luckily one of my homeboys was down there he was like yo come through like we're, we're going out i was like awesome yes i'm with it i show up we go out, we have a good time. I come back at like three in the morning. She's asleep. I go to sleep next to her, back to back. I wake up in the morning. She's gone. Wait, what do you mean she's gone? She had taken, she had like got booked an earlier flight and was out. And I was like, and I was just like, but, but, flabbergasted. Okay, okay. I have a lot to say about this. Yeah. Can I say you it? did last time, and I feel like you didn't get all your questions I didn't, out. I so didn't. that's, yeah. Because here's my thing with this story. Also, is like, I don't know. Just like being a nice human, who, who just like up and leaves. She just felt awkward. I don't. I don't know. And that's okay. But yeah. you're adults. She was a, an adult, older. a yeah, little bit older than yeah, you. Yeah. Older. So 
I mean, I just, I also kind of, I'm the kind of person who's like, if we had a bad date, I want to, I want to say that I want to see you again. Right. I like to give people closure. <laughs> Let me so, step on your throat. Yeah, thing. no, in like a nice way. Just like, hey, this isn't going to, whatever. Right. I don't know what I say. Well, I mean, but, it, it provides the definition that's needed in the situation. I'm yes. Saying. And also, I think it's just sort of mannerly. Fair, right? Fair like, wh- Some why people do you disagree. have to be a dick about it? A lot of people cannot appreciate a lot of truth. It's told by assholes until they encounter an asshole. Fair. And then they appreciate it. I've been That's that fair. guy several times. That's fair. Because I'm not going to lie to you. I'll tell you exactly what, what it yeah. is. Tell you what the problem is. A lot of times people don't want to hear about themselves. You can tell me about myself. I'm very confident in who I am. I will take yeah, the I feedback. Tell. I can tell you're very Shut confident in who you are. I will take the feedback and I will make the necessary changes. Mm-hmm. But it's not at the core going to offend me. Because at the end of the day, I probably knew I was being a jerk. Sure. But also, in this instance, I just feel like, uh, I mean, were you guys connected on, like, Instagram and stuff? Yeah. Okay, so it's not like you weren't going to ever no. interact again. I think it was even. just, like, a later. She did try to skimp over it. Because I remember uh, we were supposed to meet up in Chicago the next, like that Wednesday. Because mm-hmm. we were making a push. Because she, she had had a man, I had a girl for a minute, and it was like, this is our time to connect. And it was like, we are assuming that Miami is going to go great, sure. and then you're coming to Chicago that next week, and we're going to get like a strong two weeks together, and we yeah. will be able, with the subset, to say, we're going to lean in, or we're going to lean out. Sure. And she, had, she hit me on, like, that Monday, and was like, so I'm going to be in Chicago. I was like, stop it. She, wait, I'm <laughs> sorry. I don't know if I knew that part of the story. Yeah. I don't think I told that part. Shut up. Yeah, she That's did. ballsy. I think and I you did. were like, okay. I, and? Absolutely, yeah. I was like, no. Nah, did you it. respond? I responded because mm-hmm. I'm direct. I was just like, wow. I was like, I think it's I said, neat. if it's right, if it's going to be like it was in Miami, like, I'm very smooth. Like, no, thank you. But why? I'm shocked that she even did that. Because then what was the point of leaving you there? I agree. Also, did so that means you guys didn't really hang out at all outside of brunch. There was none. So you went all the way to fucking Miami. Paid a lot of fucking Paid money. a lot of money <laughs> to go to Miami and sleep back to back. Yep. It was like, I think, and that's... And eat brunch. <laughs> and knowing, you could have done that in Chicago. <laughs> that's real. That's what you said. Yeah. And for what's... Which I suggested a couple of times before. <laughs> but for, for me, like, being the dude I am as a painfully frugal individual, that's what I was mad about. Like, yeah. I was mad that I dropped a stack, probably, also menos, like, to come down to, like, do some stuff we could have not done. Yeah. You know in what I mean? Like, yeah. I, which is... We what, have really great brunch in Chicago. It's legit. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of great places. <laughs> um, but that is... That gives way to coming back to one of the things that has been an aversion to me for on bay trips, mm-hmm. vacations, for like many, many years. It's mm-hmm. because like navigating who pays for what has always been difficult for me because as a gentleman, I feel like I should pay for everything. But as a frugally, an economically frugal individual, I don't want to do that. Sure. So especially when it's going to be, I mean, hell, you you book an international flight, call the tickets a thousand a piece. Mm-hmm. That's two racks right there. Room, probably another 15. If you're staying for like, what's that? Probably like a week. If mm-hmm. you're staying for a week, probably about 15. Then food, tours, 
all stuff on top. I'm six thousand dollars. Like my whole car, my last car, <laughs> the total cost was twelve, twelve, thirteen. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. I don't even. And, and I gotta, I gotta love you. I can't like, I can't like see if I'm gonna like you. Yeah. For six stacks, I'm not well, doing that. Would you travel internationally with someone you barely know? Yeah, I would. You would? Yeah, I would. Oh, I wouldn't do that. That would be fun. I'd have to do somewhere local. So I have a rule because. I don't know if you know this about me, but I am the queen of long distance relationships. Yeah. It's my it's my thing. Because I know you were a kindred spirit of mine. That's why yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but so I, I realize I'm really good in that capacity because a couple of reasons, right? So I'm getting the emotional fulfillment daily from like texting and FaceTiming right. and whatever. Are you though? Yeah, I am. How and, much are you texting? I mean, texting a little bit, but then there's like there's usually a nightly FaceTime because right. we're not together, right? Well, so maybe some sex. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, for those of you that are doing it, you should listen to the the episode about long distance dating. Oh, our I don't sex think... toys for long distance dating. Where you can like control Nick, Nick it. Nora or some whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, you can Max and Nora. That's what it is, and you can control it for the other person. Probably anyway, drop a I message digress. on that. Yeah, <laughs> it sold out. We put it. We put it in the show notes, and it sold out within like minutes. Wow. Yeah, it was great. Um, anyway, so I'm really good in that capacity because I get that emotional fulfillment, and but then I don't have to do the bullshit day to day of like being with someone, and I can tune out someone if they're not in the room, right? So like you send me a text and I'm not ready to answer it, right. it can sit there and I'll answer it when I'm ready. If we're in the room together, that's really hard for me to do. Yeah. How rude of that would that be? Of me? I'd be like, sorry, I'm I just can't hear there. you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having my own time. Um, so for me, it works really well. And then you get this dedicated time together. Exactly. And it's usually in some really cool place, right? right? Like, I mean, yeah, so go and visit each other where you live. But right. at the same time, like, it's so much more fun to take a week or a couple of days even and go somewhere you haven't been yeah. or whatever. Maybe so, in Jamaica. Yeah. You're right. So uh, I don't know. I really, I'm a big fan of that. I, I struggle with that. Like, I think with, I too am, uh, I've graduated from long distance relationship oh. university mm-hmm. and it is they're kind of painful for me. Like I think oh. it's I think long distance relationships give you an opportunity to see if something's going to work mm-hmm. and like double down on let's get close. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Like, what I think do you it's mean? Giving because you're stuck together for that let's say forty eight hours like yeah. your trip. Anybody can be anybody for 48 hours. Totally. But what I think that lets me know is I think I will stop meeting your representative after so many visits. Right. (laughs) And then at that point, I'm like, okay, I dig what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. And I want to, especially being grown, because it's different from you can have a couple long distance girlfriends, boyfriends, and when you're 25. But like when you're, you know, 30 plus, I feel like that's when it's like, okay, cool. Like if, if we're going to do this, if I'm dating with intent, um, this is not just like a weekend situation. Like I'm trying to see if you are worth a move, if you are worth consideration when I have a relocation opportunity. Well, that's, I think the problem with long distance relationships too, is that someone has to move. It can't, it can't, well, I mean, it could exist like that. They're about some, there are a lot of people who are just waiting for, a one-way ticket. Maybe. Man, I also, male and female. I also sometimes wonder... Uh, I would if, love to have a sugar mama. 
So really? Oh uh, yeah, I'm a very progressive man. Yeah, I can cook, but you're cheap, I so am. that's why. Fair. I'm sorry. What was the word you used? Frugal. I'm frugal. frugal. I'm yeah. Frugal. Yeah. Don't. So don't it'd be okay if you had a sugar mom because you wouldn't have to spend <laughs> that money that you're so frugal. I shot a shot at Tracy Ellis Ross earlier, like last week. Really? I was like, I'm, I'm strong. I can high. lift things. Yeah. Oh, I mean, she's 47. Happy yeah. birthday. She's yeah. fellow Scorpio. <laughs> you know. Are you Saga? a Scorpio? Oh yeah. So am I. Yeah. Are you really? I am. Yeah. I just had a birthday last week. Oh my goodness. Mine's last coming weekend. Up. Yeah. Are you going to be 25? Because that's what I was. I am. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I think, I sometimes think this is a terrible reference because it wasn't that great of a show. But I, but of course I watched it right after my divorce. There's a show. Wait, wait, wait. A girlfriend's guy. Yes. Yes. Have you seen it? <laughs> Seems I've, like something you would watch. I've begrudgingly. You're telling their demo. <laughs> I've begrudgingly watched like two episodes, I think. Oh, it's actually not bad. It had the um the girl from or the House. woman from. No, Cuddy um, was not. She was not the draw for me. Um, it was the woman from Meet the Fockers. The nanny that Gaylord Fokker lost his virginity to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, I was like. Oh, yeah. And she plays like everybody. So, mm-hmm. like, I, but I was like, that's the, that's her. But yeah, yeah Cuddy was, Cuddy's cool. Yeah, and she was totally crazy in that. But. And I have a strong aversion to crazy. Do like, you? Yeah, I don't like that. Some guys really like that. Yeah. I'm not one of them. Because isn't there like a crazy hot scale? Is that still a thing? Oh, the hot and crazy scale yeah. referenced by yeah. Bonnie Stinson on yeah. How I Met Your Mother. Yes, big exactly. fan, big fan, big fan. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm good. I want you to be very fine and not crazy at all. Right. And if I see too much crazy. It's like the holy grail, though, you're asking This is my for. stop. Is that a thing? Hey, expectations. Sure. You gotta set high. them high. Yeah. That's it. That's I hear it. you. I hear you. Um, but in The Girlfriend's Guide, I hope, spoiler alert, so stop listening for a that second. That show came out in like 20 Yeah, I know. Everyone's probably already watched it. But if you haven't and you're interested, it's great. But don't listen to this part. Because at the end of it, what happens is, um, so the one who plays, the one who was in house, right. uh, ends up meeting this really hot guy who was like her kid's, I don't know, coach or something. Anyway. Uh, he had kids of his own. He had two kids, and she had her two A Brady Bunch situation. Totally. They moved in together for a minute, and it was chaos and, you know, lots of hormones because some of them were teenagers and just was a mess. And um, she actually said to him, like, this doesn't work for me. Like, this kind of, like, 1950s structure right. doesn't work oh, for God. me. So they ended up getting married, but they lived separately. Huh. And um, he lived with his family, she lived with her family, and they basically were, like, dating, but they were married. I don't think I could do that. No? No. So my my thought process was, in a long-distance relationship, why does another person have to move? Why couldn't you just exist like that for a long Have, like, a long-distance marriage? Well, why do you have to get married? Look, I say that from somebody who's been married, so I don't know. But I feel like relationships now take on so many different forms that... Why is that such a crazy thing to think about? I think there's a lot of pressure with relationships now. I think like parents. uh, I was gonna say with like people. I don't know where the external pressures come from. I I'm someone who has never been pressured by my parents like to this day. Uh, Oh, that's so nice. Can we trade? (laughs) I'm just saying they are. I think it's because they they've already gotten a grandchild from my sister, Mm -hmm. and um. And my cousins, like I have a, a group of first cousins. We were all like raised as siblings. 
my oldest has started to have, she has she has my nephew and uh-huh. he's amazing yeah. but that has satisfied them as well so I'm just kind of like uh-huh. I'm kind of plus I've always been like a you gonna take me as I am or yeah. I'm kind of cool yeah. like just across the board which has been a plus and a minus is <laughs> it is it, it has it's a double edged sword but I think with with that I just I couldn't um I think there's just there people are pressured and they put a lot of pressure on relationships and I just don't I just can't really subscribe to it. I but I do know that like I would want to be with my wife like all the time. Sure. I also conversely feel like the people who I've met who are on their second and sometimes third marriages have such a very clear idea of what they want yeah. and do not compromise on that. And it's honestly extremely admirable. Hmm. Like to have that clear sense of self. Yeah. Um, and it is something that like I would like to strive for on my first. Yeah. Can I just... Um... Burst the bubble for me? No. Oh, okay. That's no, <laughs> I think it's really no. What I was thinking about your about what you said about you just like being you and your parents accepting it. Yeah. Um, that peach of a mother that I have mm-hmm. um, said to me yesterday. She goes because I had this exact conversation with her. Cause, right. Um, you know, she's like, "Why don't you get? Why will you get married again?" And I said, "You know, I don't know. Here's the thing. I can tell you what I think now, based on like where I'm at in life right now. Right. Uh, but if I meet someone who I am head over heels in love with, yeah, sure. And they wanted to get married, sure. Right. I don't have anything against marriage. Uh, I think there's something really nice about being married. Uh, I also uh, don't feel the need to necessarily have to do it again uh, either. So, you know, it would be something that, like, my future husband would say, like, this is something that's important to me. And I'd be like, okay, let's do it, right? Uh, My mother, in response to that, says, listen, Jenna, (laughs) you're not going to look like this forever. Your boobs are going to fall. And what if you're a really unattractive, like, haggardly old woman? You're going to want to lock someone down. Now, and I was like, what did you just say to me? She was like, I'm just saying, like, you maybe can't you date forever. And I was like, people date. Like, I like I know, I've heard stories of, like, 80-year-olds. I mean, the villages here. Where is that? Is that Tampa? <laughs> the villages? I don't know. Outside of, it is, yeah, right? Yeah. The villages here is, like, this retirement community, and everyone's dating and having sex with each other it's yeah, like getting the clap and all this yeah stuff. it's like the highest STD <laughs> for sure it totally 100% is but with that said it happens like times have changed where like my mom's like you have to get married and settle down and like but I did that and look at what happened right it didn't I, work I mean, right I so you've done that I feel like um I think our de- our generation is that I mean there's we're a, so different yeah I mean we were waiting for a long time which is part of why I feel like like, it's the same thing. I think, I can't remember if I said this on your old podcast or not, but I don't believe, I feel like I shouldn't have to settle down. I should have someone who can settle up. And totally. I don't want there, I do want to at some point live overseas. I do, you know, I don't, I do like traveling. I'm, I don't ask permission if I'm going to do this. Like, I make money, oh, you make money. Maybe that's why you're single. You do your thing. I'm just kidding. I'm totally hey, kidding. I'm perfectly <laughs> cool with it. Like, it's, totally I think it's to, it's to a, a point now where it's like, if I'm not, if it's not the right situation, yeah, I'm very cool with being cool. Uncle Josh lives in the Swiss Alps and takes totally. send the kids out to me for a summer. Totally, and which is kind of freaky to like think about it. And I was actually like faced with it when I was like, okay, like I'm I'm alone out here. And then um, I actually had a really eerie 
really eerie situation when I'm when I was out in South Africa. Mm-hmm. I was going out to Robbins Island and we're on a boat going to coming from the island and there's a a, a whale that breaches and I got my my I'm early in my photography journey and I don't have my my lenses aren't aren't conducive to capturing this whale that's like a ways away. Mm-hmm. So I turn and I see this strapping African American gentleman who's probably in his like late 50s. And he's like, do you need a lens? He was, he's like talking to me. He's like, he's like hey, you got to get this, like, check out this, you know, this stuff. And he like gives me his, uh, he gives me a lens. Like, he's like, so, like, shoot with that. And I'm shooting with it. And when I turned back, there was an angle. And I was like, oh, shit, this is me. Like 20, oh. 40, 20, 30 years from now. Yeah. And I was like, this shit is crazy. Like, it could be. Could be. Yeah. But how did you know he wasn't married? Maybe he just didn't take her on that trip. It was not. We talked about it after. Oh. They had drinks. We drank. We kicked it. Okay. Right. <laughs> we had a good, we had a good conversation. You're like, if I'm gonna know, if this is gonna be me later in life, I need to know how you're doing. Like no, he got married. He got married when he was younger. He got divorced, and he just like never got married again. And he was like, I'm just gonna like live my life and and do whatever. I think he just had like just girlfriends. Yeah, for, my mom would like to call them lovers. Um, oh. Which is what she said to me. She goes, you could just have a lot of lovers. And I was like, you just told me I had to settle down because I was going to be like haggardly in my 80s. She was like, well, you can do either. I don't think I ever thought that in all of the 1950s and 60s glory, <laughs> I never thought that lovers were boyfriend were, were girlfriends and boyfriends. I thought that they were just like... Oh, no. She like just means just like you can just have sex oh, okay. with a bunch of people. That is fair. Yeah, that's, 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 that's my where... mom's definition of lovers. Okay, fair. She's like, that's you can just have like a string of men is pretty much <laughs> what she's saying to me. It sounds like a love Which feels nice that my mother right? endorsed that at 74. But, um, you know, whatever. It's very real. Yeah. So <laughs> what are your... So you, you've been on vacations both in a... Mm-hmm. In a marriage, outside of marriage, while dating, etc. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? Do you have any coming up by chance? That I do. That talk? was like a very leading question. It perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Um, I do have one. Uh, the guy that I'm dating now lives in. Um, he lives in Virginia, uh, so kind of far from Chicago. Right. But again, as we've established, that's so my thing. Yeah. So uh, just a flick. Yeah. So and he has two kids, which is. Uh, great. I love kids and I obviously never had them myself in my marriage. So it's kind of a nice uh, balance for me. But then we talked about this in the last podcast and it throws in this weird, like, where do I stand? Because I'm not a stepmom. I'm just like someone in their life. It's weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm a dad's girlfriend. But what does that mean? Like, I'm just like the fun one, which is good because I'm great in ant capacity. (laughs) Like my nephew's my life. But, um, anyway, so he has them only half the time. So we are actually going for Thanksgiving to Savannah. Okay. Which would be really nice. That's crazy. And um, I wanted to do Savannah because it's actually where I had gotten married. Which, as I'm saying this out loud, sounds weird and fucked up and twisted. But there's a reason behind it. So, like, when I was younger, like, we always used to, t- um, to vacation in, like, my parents had a place in, um, not Captiva. What's the other one there? Do you know? Have uh, you ever been there? No, there's a, um, <laughs> is it Captiva? It might be. Anyway, there's like a nice little what whatever. Is Captiva? In, I don't. Is that in Georgia? I don't remember. There's one where like everyone goes and Captiva Isles. Yeah. What is it? I have never heard of this. Oh, oh, Lee County, Florida. Um, is it in Florida? Uh uh-uh. uh. What are you talking about? Where is it? It's in. It might South not. Car- I might have it wrong, but yeah, there's a place in Georgia that people go and. It's really it's known for golfing, um, but anyway. Well, Florida Georgia line, so it might be 
right on the coast. Oh, maybe. But you have to fly into... North Captiva Island. Yeah, maybe. Near Savannah, great. yeah. Yeah, because you fly into the Savannah airport. So we'd go to Savannah. Savannah for, has an airport? It's the tiniest thing I've ever seen. Wow. Uh, and it's so cute because there's little rocking chairs in it. It's very, it's like very southern. Anyway, we'd fly in there. We'd spend a couple days there and then we'd go to Captiva. Okay. And um, so it's always held like a special place in my heart, which is um, why we ended up getting married there. And then I haven't been back since we got married. Uh, and... It's kind of a bummer because it was by like happenstance or like. Mm, well, there was a while there after the divorce where I couldn't, I didn't want to go because right. it happened because I had introduced him to it. So he, we had gone every like on our anniversary oh, every okay, year, okay. and then when we got married, that's obviously where we got married. So it became like not just a my thing and an our it thing, yeah. yeah. And then I felt like I needed to kind of reclaim it a little bit afterwards, and I had tried to make at least three girls trips there with friends and they always fell through. And so the guy that I'm dating now um, has a friend who weirdly he was um, in the military. So one of the guys he served in the military with uh, owns an Airbnb there with his wife. They retired and which is my dream, by the way, to retire and move to Savannah and open. So they're living like my dream. And open open a what? Open a B&B. Really? Oh, yeah, 100%. I wouldn't do anything in it, by the way, because you know I don't cook. So, like, I wouldn't... And I don't clean my own house. So, like, I wouldn't really do anything except for, like, decorate it and be, like, the hospitality person, which I'd be good at. You run the business. I would totally run the business (laughs) side of it. But then I'd hire, like, all the other people because no one wants to eat my cooking. I make, like, four things and they get tired Everything's on YouTube, man. YouTube University. This is true. This is true. So, anyway, they're living my dream and I'm kind of jealous. So, um... We'd always talk about, like, my ex-husband and I would always talk about, like, an escape plan of right. like, what retirement would look like. Or There's always this dream. I'm sure they do it in every industry, but especially in media and sales, I feel like there's this big push to say, like, at some point you age out of this sales job in media because everyone I call on is in, like, their 20s. Right. So what happens if you don't want to be a CEO of a company and you want to stay in this industry, you, like, kind of can't. You kind of age out because right. no one wants to hang out with you anymore. Um, so we have this whole like idea. Everyone you'll talk to in media will say like, I want to move to Jamaica and open up like a ice cream stand. Right. right? So that was always my version of the ice cream stand was like retiring and going to Savannah and opening the B&B. It's also really weird saying B&B without air. I know it is, right? Yeah. It's probably was their plan. I feel like there are a lot of people here who are listening who don't even know know what a a B&B was. It's a bed and breakfast. I think is what it stands right. for, right? Which is basically you are staying in somebody's home and they are... Yes. Well, it's like a nicer... It's like a homier version of a hotel. You're a house guest. Kind of. So yeah, I guess they... dinner, you get a plate. Yeah, that's true. And sometimes in them, you you eat all together. That's where I draw the line. I don't... You know, <laughs> like... Because some people are crazy, but you can also go out. You don't have to stay with them. Right. But what's really nice about them is they feel very homey and they're usually like in a really beautiful old historic building. Right. Uh, and they have, like, at least the ones in Savannah will have, like, gardens attached and stuff. They're just right. really pretty. And it's, it, and I think they were really big before, like, Airbnb became a thing. So it used to be a lot more, um, it used to feel more, I don't know, that's what I'm looking for. Like, more local. Like, it, more it felt, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Like, a little bit more special than... And you felt like you're part of the community and, and all that kind of stuff. T- totally. <laughs> like staying fucking high. Yeah. 
So, uh, I don't know. But, so we're doing that, which could be fun. How does he feel about that? Because he obviously knows the significance. Like, does he feel... He's fine about it. He's all good? Yeah, he's fine about it. Yeah, he he is. Um, He told me the other day, though, he's like, so... My friend um, from that I knew in the military was asking, like, when I'd be in, I think it's like, Tennessee or something. Right. And he was like, uh, never, but I am going to Georgia <laughs> with my girlfriend. So, and the guy was like, great, I'll come down for a couple of days. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, I thought this was, this was not at all how I saw I this weekend this going. Time, yeah, right. I thought this was an us time. And then he gave, made me feel guilty because... Military is a whole different beast that I don't understand since I've never done it. But From like a brotherhood standpoint? Totally. And like, you'll talk to him and none of his friends are located back on the East Coast with him. Right. All of his friends, because they were they all served together, are spread out everywhere. Yeah. So it's not like he can just go and have lunch with them. Right. So then I felt like an asshole and I was like, no, it was just supposed to be us. And then I felt needy and then I hated that. And I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> we'll meet up with their friends. But like, maybe not the whole time. Maybe they come for like two days out of the four that were there and whatever. Maybe so. he'll buy with, the, with his wife. With the friend? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, that's it. That's it. I was I mean, like, maybe I'll. <laughs> hey, look. You can get as weird as you want on vacation. All right. I'm not. <laughs> I wasn't suggesting a threesome. I was just going to say, like, it's all good. I don't know. As long as you all parties be are consenting. You know, whatever. It's all good. That's true. You're right. Maybe I will. Maybe I will really like. Well, no. So the one friend who owns the B and B has the wife. The friend who's coming up to visit, right? Because not. Okay. So it's just like. So he's at a party. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Which is so not how I saw that weekend <laughs> going, if I'm being honest. But it's okay. It's a fun place, and I know exactly where we can go. But you're fun as well. So it's like it's all good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and you were the key to the city. You're the plug. Mm-hmm. You know all the yeah. all the spots. Yeah. So it should be fun. It'll it's be fun. Like, or it could be a disaster. I'll let you know. That is very Stay true. Stay tuned, guys. I'm very curious to hear. <laughs> now you're all invested. <laughs> so we know that like bay trips are one of the one of the things that are are highlighted as like where relationships and travel overlap. One thing that is that we have kind of talked about the after, but not the actual that are happening in droves right now. Mm-hmm. And being from Nashville, I am very sensitive to it. Is the bachelor mm-hmm. and bachelorette party. Um, so oh God! They're everywhere. There, all over. Yeah, the place. They are. But what are your? I want to hear your thoughts. Like, as far as like the rules, I feel like the rules mm. are always very hazy. It can be, it can go very awry if you are. Like, I just don't know. I have a, I have a, a an odd fantasy where I can just <laughs> have an open dialogue about. Here are the rules for you. What are your rules for me? And then we can just go forth and live our lives and come back. That sounds lovely. And I think if you meet someone who's very mature, you probably can have that fantasy come a reality. But what do you mean, like, rules? I don't know. Some people are... I mean, I think this goes into... And I've had this conversation multiple times. Like, people's definitions of of cheating. Like, cheating is a very relative term. So, like, you Mm. can... You could very... It could be very, um, you know, by the book... If you touch another individual that is cheating, some people believe in emotional cheating. I yeah. am not really one of those people. You have, oh, that's interesting. yeah, no, I think it's it could because no, how can sell me on having? I say this as someone having a lot of friends of the opposite sex. Sell me on emotional cheating versus having a legitimate friendship with someone. Well, 
because behind emotional cheating, there's probably also a sexual chemistry that you just haven't tapped into. Whereas, like, with your girlfriends, they're just friends. You're but just, who's, like, who's out making that judgment call? You? As my, as my lady? That is not... That is flawed. Well... That's a conflict of interest. That is true. I don't know the answer to that. I do believe, though, that, there, that that's a thing. Like, an emotional I think affair. it can be. I just don't know who makes... I don't know. Maybe it's situational. Like, so for example, uh, you know, if you're married to somebody and they're confiding in someone that they work with, right? Like someone who's not like a best friend, someone that they don't consider best friends, that they like only sort of know because they work together. Could be a work best friend. Sure. Also known as a work wife. Also sure. a fan line. Totally. I neither just, denote sex. But, but as a, well, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing on that one. In my head, I thought I was going to go somewhere with that, but then you just shot it down and fuck you. I bet. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I'm not saying that it doesn't that it doesn't exist. I think there. Are I a think lot it's of, probably just the intent behind it. Yeah, the intent. I just think it's I think it's difficult for. I believe that high school never ends, and I think that anytime you have a change of scenery, i.e., new job, whatever. Yeah. There's there is a very Neanderthal-esque size up sure. when you are the new person in the room where mm-hmm. they're like, okay, turn to the side, let me look. Mm-hmm. You can't really escape that. And I feel like it's more beneficial to use it to your advantage if you can. Sure. Um, but yeah, I feel like that is and that and and you are inevitably going to be forced into scenarios where you have to like talk to people and get to know people and you can't really help who you vibe with and the worst is someone who is unnecessarily awkward when nothing is happening and it's just they just feel uncomfortable to the situation and it's like just just control it like it's all good well not everyone has the control that's fair Mm -hmm. maybe i don't know but to answer your question about the bachelor on bachelorette parties I feel like I'm the wrong person to ask that question to because here's my thought on this. is like, you do you, right? Like, we are not married yet. Wow. But, but, uh, <laughs> don't get ahead of yourself. I'm not finished yet. Okay. Uh, we're not married yet. And my thought process is this. If you are going to fuck around on me, yeah. you're going to do it whether I'm crazy about it and give you boundaries or not. So me saying to you... Yes, you can have a stripper. No, she can't touch you. Whatever it is, right? right? Don't let her grab your balls. I don't know. None of that is going to matter if you're going to fuck not around with me anyway. Not a necessity. Grabbing your balls? Yeah. Not no? <laughs> it's, not, it's not your thing? Okay, <laughs> fair. Okay. Not by foreign hands. Okay. Not by foreign uh, hands. Well, okay. you know what? She's really good at it. Germs and whatnot. I won't oh, know. Oh, germs? I won't. <laughs> you're worried about germs? You're like, I don't know. I don't know. Stop it. I don't know. Man. Give me a break. She's a stri- Well, okay, stop. Exactly. I know. Maybe she's trying to feed her family. Hey. Or go to hey. law school. That ain't my family. I have donated <laughs> to college funds before. I'm so sure it's- you have. <laughs> Bachelor parties around the world have. But I guess that's my, my, so that's it. It's like the bottom line is, is like, you do you, have a good time. Right. I'm not going to put restrictions on you because it's not going to matter. If you're going to mess around, you're going to mess around. Me telling you not to isn't going to do the, do it. Right. right? Like you're going to do it regardless. That's fair. So go and have a good time. What are you going to do? 
I'm gonna go and have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be grabbing some. But I'm not gonna no because that would be inappropriate. And because if he were to do that to me, and I were to know about it, it would bum me out, right? right. So like. I wouldn't do something. So it's a that don't ask, don't tell. Oh, it's a it's a do uh, do unto others situation. It's like a be respectful to. of your partner. Gotcha. Like, would you be okay if your hypothetical girlfriend stuck her hands down a man's pants? And in the context of a bachelor. Yes. I I don't I don't think I would want to know. Oh. Um, I don't. I think I would care that much. I think I would be like, I think I don't. I think I could get over it. Yeah. Because I mean, I'm as just, long as there's no sex. That's really much. Or thing. even really maybe kissing, because then I feel that's like it. I don't know if I'd want to kiss. Exactly. I think as long <laughs> like if it's and especially it's like it's the context, right? Like for me, and again, I'm an outlier, but it is if we are if you're with your if you're with your girls and some stuff is. Jumping off and they're hyping you and whatever, and you just happen, you do that, and it's like, ah, oh my gosh, and then you're out. Like, I'm not, I don't care. Yeah, like that's, that's what I mean. Stupid. I just kind of think, and this is what's hard about dating someone is that you have to find someone who has the same sort of boundaries that you do and think is okay, which I don't think. It's really hard there. to find, and um, and then I think then you can just trust them right. a- until you can't. I mean, that's usually how it goes. That's how it was in my marriage. Absolutely. I trusted him until I couldn't, and then I was like, oh, why did I trust you so much? Yeah. But but I realized in retrospect, and thank you, therapy, that it wouldn't have mattered, right? It just wouldn't have mattered. So me being a crazy person and, and, and saying, don't do this, and you can't go here, and don't hang out with this person, like, that doesn't... Do anything except make them want to do it more. That is very true. And I don't want to be with someone who I have to be like that with. That's not my person. I right? I totally agree. Yeah. It's also something that I just like could not stomach. Being checked on everything. Totally. You know, like I'm just not I'm not the individual for that. Totally. Well no one no one really is. Right? No one really I likes agree. that behavior. It's suffocating. And well, suffocating. No one wants that. <laughs> Needy was where I was going to go with that. Right. But, you know, I don't know. Unhealthy. It's also very unhealthy. One thing I do want to ask you before we before we start to wrap this up, because I mentioned to you my aversion to bay trips for a long time, for two vacations was for a long time was, I mentioned to you that my aversion to vacations for a long time was around splitting up of the costs. Yeah. As not only a woman, that. right? Mm-hmm. Not not only as as the as a woman, but as a woman with means, oftentimes more means than your beau. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, is that me? You're, You're describing a, me. A bit of both. You're a bit of a boss. A bit of a boss. No thanks. problem. Thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, so for me, well. I'm a, I'm a, I don't, ugh, I'm the worst person to ask this because I don't think I'm the norm on this. I am amongst my friends because we also do it um, among, like, our friend group as well. So, like, we'll go out right. and someone will pick up a round of drinks and another person will pick up, like, dinner or another person will pick up, right? So, like, none of us really are, are crazy about, like, splitting things 50-50 or, like, Venmoing people. That's, like, we don't right. care. Uh, because at the end, you hang out enough, it all kind of evens out. Life friends. I f- exactly, yeah. but that's also the way it should be when you're dating. So like, I have a firm Presuming policy. Both parties are contributing fifty-fifty. Yes, but like I have a firm policy that even on a first date, if you go on a first date and the guy, 
I think it's nice if you're asked out by someone, right? If that person asks you out, that person should be expected to pay for dinner. I know that's an unpopular opinion now in 2019. Well, I think, you know, women like to grab for their wallets and pretend they're going to pay. Let's just stop Uh. that, women, because we don't want to pay, right? Like, the thing is, it's the first date. There's something nice about... There's something nice about someone who wants, who asks you out and then wants to like pay for your meal. That's right. nice. That's a date. But then if you go to another bar afterwards, I'll get the round of drinks, right? Or how do you feel if he like pushes back on that? Pushes back on the round of drinks. Yeah. I say okay if you want to buy it. I mean, like I'm not gonna stop him if right. he wants to pay. But I think it's always nice to to. I've actually never had someone push back on that and say. Really? Yeah, no, never. That, that sounds like that dinner bill was about one. <laughs> sounds like somebody there were a lot of beverages ordered at that. That's uh, probably true. That's probably true. Or like, you know, we're waiting for a table or something, and I'll be like, I'll get this. Right. And then we go to the table, anticipating that he's going to pick up the bill for dinner. Okay. But. So how does that translate in a vacation aspect? Same. Knowing so, that you, it sounds like you were only going on vacation or traveling with someone once you're with them or have been dating them for some time? Well, I don't like to take vacations with people I don't know because I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts and I have this oh, massive... Murder. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I have this massive fear that I'm going to get murdered Shout and be on a true crime podcast. Um, so... I don't take I don't do that with strangers although I apparently do allow them in my house for at least like an overnight because how else do you right if you're meeting someone who doesn't live there they're not coming in for just a day right so like you're maybe your second meeting or your first meeting whatever may be an overnight yeah you have home you have home court advantage though I do yeah like you know where the knives and guns are I sure do I sure (laughs) do they don't Um, know where they are so, but yeah, so for like a vacation, I think it kind of works the same way. The only tricky part is like the booking of the hotel. Um, oh, right? the hotel, not the flight. Oh, uh, I think everyone should pay for their own flight. Okay. We're adults. Uh, it depends on your age. But I think like if you're an adult, well, actually, that, I take that back. Anyone should pay for their own flight. I don't expect anyone to pay for my flight. I have a job, yeah. right? And I, even if I couldn't afford it, then I would say I can't go on this trip, right? But where I think it gets tricky, so like you split like meals and stuff just like you would on dates, but where I think it gets tricky is the hotel. How so? Say more about that. So I have never been in a situation where we have, because you always book ahead of time, Right. right? So like I've never been in a situation where, you know, someone's been like, let's split it Mm. or you're like wrapping up the bill there you know, at the desk, because you're paying ahead of time. So, I feel like, usually, it's whoever books the trip. So, it's like, someone books the trip, and they're picking up the hotel. Like, I'm picking up the hotel in Savannah. I didn't even ask for money. But, why are you expecting a bimbo? Are you no. expecting, you're like, it's no. all good. No, but because I did that, I expected to pick up some, a lot of the meals. Has that been verbalized? Because I should, no. <laughs> but, should it be? Because I kind of feel know. like, I don't know. I kind of feel like it's that whole, it's like an, it's like a 50-50 thing, right? So, I'm not going to ask you for money for the hotel, it's fine, right? right? But, um, you feel like, you should know right. that if I have paid pick, for anything right now, so maybe 100%. Should, okay. I'm going to pick up some of the meals. See, that just, it just, or I just want to offer to pick up the meals. No, that's so mean. I feel so like not mannerly, but um, 
I don't know. It just threw me off because the flights were the main thing. And really? there was like, yes. And I felt like there. this Miami one? No, no. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> no. I would have been really pissed if I paid for her fucking nah. airline and then she dipped out. We did have some, some dialogue about the hotels, though. Because I didn't realize that Miami hotel, like, it let me know how much we had been five to a room. When I was in college, because oh, mm-hmm. when we were looking for rooms, they were a strong five hundred, like mm-hmm. strong. And she wanted the That's five six hundred dollar rooms. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Is there anything in the one fifty to two hundred range?" Mm-hmm. There was not. I so chose a three. We settled on a four. So it was like eight hundred total, and for like the whole stay. And I was very firm on, I'm paying for one night. And I didn't even I it, it, to the it, to the tune of I don't know if I even like you yet. Like we need to oh. like this is a trial for both of us. Well, that's why that's a risky move. Fair, but I mean she, I mean now you put her stuff out. She's she's got it. Like she's yeah. like very very established. So mm-hmm. this would be a situation where I would just ha- I would have to check my ego because I would very much be a trailing significant other trailing spouse in this mm. situation. I also think um, what I've done before in the past is I've had that discussion with people before where they've said I only want to spend X amount of money. Right. But then I find a place that's like really nice and it's a little bit more expensive and I'll say if you want to pay let's say the 200 was your max. I feel like that's a trap. Is it a trap? I feel like it's, it's a trap. It's not, though, because it's can't. the same situation with, like, roommates, right? Like, if you have a roommate who has a smaller room and can only afford to pay whatever, right. they pay, and then you make up the difference. I think that's fair, but if we're, like, if it's, like, a, like, I feel like that's where a situation where I have to know you to just be, like, hey, look, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I don't feel like we need... Well, you shouldn't have to say it. I would think that the person who would be okay with spending the extra money would say it. It would have to be... Right? It, fair, but it would just have to be, like, I'm a pony up. If we're going, like, I'm probably going to pony up, it, especially. But if it's... I don't know. I just... If it's... If, if we got a hotel and it's, like, a three and a half star and you're like, nah, I need this five star for $200 more a night, I'm going to be like, what are you talking about? This well, courtyard is excellent. We're not even gonna be in the room. It's like, what are you talking about? I mean, well, that's also a valid point. You're not in the room, but you know, some people like to come home to an I don't know. Honestly, maybe this is a lesson for you to vet your people that you go away with better before you go away with them. Because you probably wouldn't have cared about spending that extra money if it it would have been a successful trip. Yeah. Well, I mean, in current situation, it's like, it's very much like I'm going to be very, uh, I'm very open and just kind of, because I think this is like, as you get older, you get more confident and more sure of yourself. Yeah. So it's very much so like, this is what I'm on. This is what I'm with. This is what I'm not. If you, yeah. um, if you don't agree, happy to talk about it, but yeah. it's kind of like, talking to people about politics like at the end of the day like I believe what I believe talking to you about it maybe you'll enlighten me but like you need to know why you feel like it can't just be like a this is just how I feel that's not gonna work for me yeah. For other people, like maybe, but it, it ain't gonna work. It's not gonna work for me. So I'm, but I'm open to the to the dialogue mm-hmm. on it. Um, well, you should be. That's the foundation of a healthy relationship. I agree. Right. It's being able to talk about it. I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. And then you maybe wouldn't have been in that situation. I'm still floored about you are, that story. Yo, you keep bringing it back. I'm so 
to her. about it. It just doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense. Sorry, I'll let it go after this. We're, but... we're cool. We are good. We reconciled. We had a conversation about it. Oh, I don't know if we nice. had talked. I don't think we had talked uh, before I was on the podcast, but we mm. had we we reconciled. Had a good time. Good talk. That's I mean, good. It was good. We're we're friends again. I've had trips like that though, where like I've gone. I mean, never like that, but I've gone, I've met someone beforehand, we hit it off, then we meet somewhere, like LA, let's say, right. and then we connect, and it's weird and awkward, and nobody wants to, like, make out, nobody, like, wants to kick, nobody wants to touch, like, it's very awkward, but you and, but you're now committed to an entire weekend, <laughs> but I am not gonna just ghost someone, like, I, I stayed through it, and was, like, made the best of it, right, because yeah. I do enjoy, I did enjoy his company, yeah. he was a really nice guy, I just, I know something, yeah, there just, something yeah. wasn't there, something was missing, and so, we still had a really good time. We got really drunk and we <laughs> ate great food and we like, you know, I made him, I dragged him, we were so drunk, I dragged him to like a psychic, which was so not his thing. There was one like on the way back to the, walk to the hotel right. and we had a really good time. There what was just the no chemistry. Said? It was like friends. Oh, she was terrible. She was more for like a palm reader and I didn't like what she had to tell me. So. She told me I was going to have like four children and I was like, whoa, lady, bite your tongue. I was like, this woman doesn't know what she's talking about. I guess we'll see. You yes. bite your tongue. You sound like my mother. <laughs> we I'm will not that, see. I'm holding that hope. For holding four children? For girls. I don't know. No. I don't know. I want, I want your mom to get what she wants. Really? I do. I, I, I'm invested. You're a good man. I'm invested. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day you'll meet her. And you'll change your mind. But, okay. <laughs> She'll love me. Tell the, tell the people where they can find you. Oh, my and TJ. God, I should know this. Um, so it is, oh, my God, what is it? Is it Menage Pod? It's Menage Pod. I think it's I Menage think it Podcast yeah. on Instagram. You should know this. I sh- well, this is the part that TJ does where he'll like, do the rundown at the end. You've listened to it a hundred times. I know, and I kind of tune it out. I'm pretty sure it's... <laughs> It's Menage Podcast. Menage Podcast. Yeah. Yes. Menage um, Podcast. On Instagram. And that's it, really. Okay. Do you want the people to follow you? Or do you just want to like... Oh, be, uh, do they want to? I mean, you represent and you are yourself, so... That's true. I think it's just... I don't even know what my Instagram is. At oh, Jenna Grish. Yeah. How do you know what I it know is? Things. Stop stalking me. <laughs> Seriously. At Jenna Grish um, on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, too, but I don't do anything on that, so Instagram's... That's your jam. That's yes, your jam. It's my jam. I say that all the time and people make fun of me. Oh my goodness. I'm just saying. That's I like crazy. It. I know. I'm going to bring it back. You should. You weren't born when that was a thing. Oh, we're Asian. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what we're doing now. Okay. And on that note, you guys can, if you all have not subscribed to the Travel Guys podcast, please do so and please tell 17 friends. Mm. Um, it's a little ambitious, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I want you guys to not listen. Not 16. No, 17 yeah. specifically. Yeah. I want you guys, for my 17th birthday that's coming up apparently, <laughs> um, I want you all to listen and subscribe and review the reviews help us to pop up earlier in the search results um and additionally you'll please follow us on social media on instagram at gq50 at the travel guides at yessur07 yes sir and that'll conclude another episode of the travel guides and remember your next adventure is just a click away thanks for listening